This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group. everybody, I'm Ron Ecstasy, and this is Blue Men Group. I'm joined as always by my co-hosts, Devin Welsh and John Biedren. Hi, Hi. I'm Devin. Hi, I'm John. <laughs> All right. Those, those <laughs> I didn't are know we the, were doing that this week. No, we are. This is a new thing where we, we uh, announce ourselves, because who knows, this might be your first time listening to the show. Uh, could be your 17th time, because this is the 17th episode of Blue Men Group. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, whatever. Um, <laughs> if you're unfamiliar, listen back to our first 16 yeah. episodes. You'll find yeah, them wait. listed on the blah, blah, blah. Or start at 11, I think. Isn't that when we, we kind got of good. got yeah. good? Yeah, the first 10 are total garbage. We'll wait while you, we'll wait right here while you catch up. Yeah, yeah, we'll be back. Pause now. Now. <laughs> okay, now that you've watched, now that you've listened to all of them you've, and you've unpaused, let's keep rolling. Well, yeah, welcome back. So uh, hopefully you're doing well. You probably just listened to all those episodes and you know that how we introduce the show is through compliments. And today there's no rules for compliments. So I'm just going to dole them out willy nilly. William Nilliam. Uh, <laughs> John. Um, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> John's, John's wearing a hoodie. He looks warm. Uh, he's got a nice beard. You can't see him. Uh, very thick hair, John. Have you all? Is that what kind of shampoo do you use? Um, I used to use Head and Shoulders, and now I use some kind of tea tree thing. There we go. Nice. That's a compliment in itself. That you complimented <laughs> yourself. I didn't even have to do it. Um, <laughs> so tea tree, I love that. I also use tea tree shampoo. Uh, Devin, I can't see necessarily what's going on on your head right now because of uh, yeah, um, the the like zoom green screen thing is kind of you're clipping. Yeah. It's like a clipping, little. Yeah. I've got like a three-day kind of fuzz. Do you do you uh, shave your head like every three days? Yeah, X amount of days. I'm not sure, but it, do you I have shampoo? to keep up with it. No, I just use soap on my whole body. Wow, nice dish every soap nook or? And I mean, I have before, but where no, do you now not I, shave? I use nice soap. Um, I don't shave everywhere except my head. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if that's a com- what the compliment is here, but I think that's complimentary that you uh, you you don't use shampoo, no poo, as as it yeah. as it's known. No um, poo, Devin, you're you're such a good you're such a good guy. That's the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Devin, sleek. You look very sleek and aerodynamic. Uh, <laughs> so your head is all shaved. Aerodynamic. And, uh, yeah, and uh, Ron, you have great brassy curls on top of your head. I do. It makes me want to pinch your cheeks. Oh, thanks. Yeah, my uh, hair is naturally curly. Just letting people know that. Um, and I will be getting my hair cut on Thursday. Nice. Hey, that's today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and each of you guys, yeah, uh, points for consistency because, you know, John, your room that I'm looking at here, <laughs> it's the same as it ever was. Yeah. And there's comfort in that. And same with you, Thank Ron. Thank you, Oh, thanks. Thank you. All right. Well, those are the compliments uh, that 
It, it, just for a, a reminder, this is called Blue Man Group because uh, sometimes my co-hosts and I tend to uh, get down in the dumps a little bit, you know, a little blue feeling, uh, also known as depression, capital yeah. D. Yeah. Um, and we like to cheer each other up through uh, compliments and uh, just jovial news stories. So why don't we just dig into it, guys? Yeah. We'll try. We'll try to. We'll try to stay. Uh, stay not blue as long as we can. And that's that's the idea, and we're here to make you feel good. Uh, and that leads us into our first segment. This week this in week history. In history. In history. Rock musician Sid Vicious of the Sex Pistols dies of a drug overdose in New York. He was 21. Today in history, February 2nd, Carlotta Bradley, The Associated Press. He was wow. He was 21. 21. That's crazy. <clears throat> and we all know his name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he wasn't oh. born Sid Vicious. Oh, I was just about to say, like, he comes from a long line of... Sidney Viskowitz was actually... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he changed it yeah. to showbiz. Uh, it's a showbiz name, Sid Vicious. Um, yeah, or or I just like to imagine his, like, great-great-grandfather, like, uh, uh, I don't know, some... What's it, like, a monocle-wearing name, Vicious? Yeah, Sidney Viskowitz IV. <clears throat> uh sure i was thinking of a different one but uh yeah <laughs> but you um, didn't but you didn't think i know i couldn't i was like oh you're he was born simon john ritchie hey okay well do you yeah else, do but you hey, know who bob ritchie is no Kid it's Rock. funny that they picked that audio um for it because it's very famous that sid vicious couldn't play the bass guitar and that often he would be unplugged on stage yeah so there's no way of knowing whether or not that that little clip that they they included his even anything to do with him sid vicious was a talentless hack well it was his vocals that was the song that sid vicious performed his oh his, sorry. Uh, that's right yeah. his sort of uh his uh, single uh, um his faithless cover of uh of frank sinatra that's right <clears throat> i'll be honest i don't know shit about sid vicious other than like just the meme kind of things about it. it's like sid and nancy right and then uh they died at the uh that hotel in mm -hmm. in um new york what, chelsea hotel chelsea i think hotel. yeah um i think so and like i don't know because like i i was in <clears throat> into you know like post-punk and kind of the punk movement um just like reading books about it and uh <laughs> i just skipped sex pistols to be honest <laughs> right yeah well yeah i thought it, when i saw the sid vicious dying thing i was thinking like yeah wait he's dead <laughs> <laughs> what was what was the relevance of punk rock? Ooh. What was you know? It's like, do we care that he he's dead? I don't I don't care. I'm like the the idea that Sid Vicious is remembered as this kind of I know as a a martyr of something died at twenty one. Um, you know, and you think about people, other people that have died young, like Ian Curtis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and at least Ian Curtis, you know, he was a talented musician. Oh yeah. Um, and lyricist. Right. And Sid Vicious wasn't even. He no. wasn't even the the appeal. He wasn't even the appeal of the Sex Pistols. Right. He was totally tan tangential to the whole thing. He was sort of this avatar of. Yes. Yeah. He was a the certain mascot. a certain attitude, a certain exactly. lifestyle. Um, anti-virtuosity like uh, or uh uh is that right. the right word like yeah yeah, you know, yeah 
yeah there there's yeah he he epitomized like whatever anyone can do this he but he also epitomized i guess you know this sort of form of nihilism that yeah you know ends in death at 21 yeah um and you know how worth celebrating is that i don't know yeah and again we all know that he uh also died skateboarding um in a very tragic wait that was not him that was he did not die in a skateboarding accident that was some other person he did not win gold at the x games in 1998 (laughs) no he he was not the one who did the full 720 no uh yeah he didn't do the 900 or the the 1080 yeah sid vicious um i don't know like he he was only one year into legal drinking yeah uh, and then he died i would say that his uh fiance had an even better a punk name nancy spongin oh yeah. i thought i always thought it was nancy reagan i thought yeah. that's who she <laughs> he dated before, nancy reagan. <laughs> before ronald she and, was with yeah. sid vicious um, sid vicious was yeah it was uh nancy reagan was cheating on ron reagan with sid vicious and that's yeah. why they had to off him you know what i mean yeah right. it goes True. all the way to the top, all the way to the top. <laughs> it goes all... yeah we said we're not going to be a conspiracy podcast but i don't know yeah. that sounds this pretty conspiratorial uh... yeah look into sid vicious open those files back up we've got to <laughs> yeah. pour over all of the details and establish who really did it and to what well, end Queen also <laughs> also i would like to know about uh what is going on at the goddamn chelsea hotel doesn't sound like a doesn't sound like a uh, a five star accommodation. If yeah, we got to get OSHA there. in there to investigate what's going on. Seriously, wanton sexuality, uh, early death. Um, I remember you well at the Chelsea Hotel, um, etc. Mm-hmm. 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 Not a song that's uh, f- fun for all ages. <laughs> Is that the Leonard Cohen song? Yeah, yeah. Where it's a song about fellatio in a hotel. Um, no way. Yeah, like fun for everyone. Like. Um, somebody's cock inside of uh ron every (laughs) every damn episode (laughs) i know i was thinking i was like i don't know how i'm gonna say cock in this episode but all right well sid vicious is dead everyone you took it i did thanks john um sid vicious is uh dead brutally murdered by ronald reagan and um don't uh book your room at the chelsea hotel <laughs> it is rat infested and um they haven't cleaned up his body so as a as a walking uh you know bindle of heroin he was a victim of the war on drugs yeah um, and nancy yeah. Th- th- that was all nancy reagan uh so yeah thanks sid bye have a good one uh all right that's that's all <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this leads us into our the the meat of the show, and for you vegetarians, let's say the uh, big chunk of lettuce in the middle, um, <laughs> or beyond this, meat, or beyond grilled, meat, grilled lettuce with blue Gr- cheese. Blue cheese, yes. Uh, my my favorite segment. What's in the news? What All right, so yeah, what is in the news? Let's go. Uh, I've been uh, sitting by the uh, wire all week. Um, not a news wire, just I've been. I I need to fix some electric electrical electrical things in the house. Um, 
Let's see. Our first news story here is uh, a Swedish nurse to be the sole attendee of film festival on remote island. Mm-hmm. Now, Dev, do you know where this remote island is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is, um, <clears throat> it appears to be off the coast of Sweden. And uh, Correct. This is the Gothenburg Film Festival 2021. An island called Paternoster. And uh, normally they do the film festival there. It's a normal film festival, but um, in our COVID age, everything has to be done a little different. And mm. this is no exception. And so what they're trying, to, what they're deciding to do here is instead of having a bunch of people gather, they're inviting a single attendee to be in person at the film festival. And then the rest of us will have a digital version of the film festival. Nice. But so they did, a, I guess, some kind of a contest uh, or something. And uh, yeah, in any case... Yeah, it's unclear how the winner was chosen. <laughs> yeah, some, some... It says Lisa Enroth won a competition, but we don't know how the competition was done, whether it was rigged or not, yeah. whether there was nepotism <laughs> involved. Yeah, it was a push-up competition, I think. But in any case, a nurse, uh, a pink-haired nurse from Sweden named Lisa Enroth has won the quote-unquote competition. And so what that means for her is she's going to be alone on a windswept Swedish island for a week watching film after film um, by herself. And um, It I sounds it like the beginning to a, one of those uh, like Scandinavian noir murder mysteries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the woman with the pink hair yeah. on the island movie. <laughs> or just kind of, it reminds, it, it, it sort of fits my imagination of what all of Scandinavia is kind of like in general. Mm. It's just like people alone in windswept <laughs> places watching movies. Yeah. Nurses with pink hair. And yeah. okay, so I would also like uh, everybody to pull up their maps. Um, and type in Pattern Noster, that's P-A-T-E-R space N-O-S-T-E-R, comma, Sweden. And look that up. It is, uh, it must far. be beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. so far out there. It's a very small island. And you know we love these types of isolated uh, places where it's tough to tell who owns it, where where it is. Uh, who's in charge. Who's in charge, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah in, the, in the article it says Pater Noster, which is the name of the island, on the boundary of a dense archipelago off Sweden's west coast is known for its lighthouse. So, yeah. right, you know, not a whole lot going on. Right. And I knew about that lighthouse. Yeah, right. I, I, that's why it's known. Yeah, it, I've known about that lighthouse all the time. People mention <laughs> that. I'm like, yeah, the lighthouse. <laughs> yeah, the but Paternoster the, lighthouse. <laughs> Come on. Oh, of yeah, but, but John, you, you also mentioned that um, the word Paternoster, it's like one of those continually going up uh, elevators, right? It's a like Mobius a, elevator. Yes. Yeah, it's um, great. I love those things. And it's actually, very, I, it's like German. Yeah, I know where one exists in the United States, and I, I've actually seen it with Devin. Um, one night, we Devin and I were walking around Chicago out of our gourds, and um, <laughs> we were uh, standing on that bridge um, over that river, whatever Chicago. Let's call it the Chicago River. And yeah. um, there's that uh, famous car park made famous in uh, the Wilco album. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yankee hotel foxtra um and uh there's a paternoster in that building and i watched it for a little while and then nice. devin uh lost his vape uh 
thing. Um, <laughs> I completely un- forgot about this. Under under the bridge, it like fell through the bridge or wow. something. Anthony yeah, Peters over here. And then we it took us like a long time. We had to go under the bridge downtown uh, to <laughs> uh, get, bring give my life away or whatever. It's I yeah, can't exactly. remember the lyrics, but yeah. And but so we this found was. It. Yeah, we did find it, but this was after Devin and I went to a fancy bowling alley, and I remember we were like, yeah, can we play bowling? And then they are like, yeah, and then I remember it was like 150 bucks or something. <laughs> it was like so fucking expensive. <laughs> they took a long look at you guys, and they're like, yeah, it's going to be yeah. 75 each. It was nuts, but and I remember we were just like, we were like athletically just throwing the ball down, just like not even having a good time. We were just like, <laughs> just like uh, anyway. Just I don't know. Off ner- the nervous energy. Uh... <laughs> exactly. Wait, so then, I... were you smoking your vape after you got it back from under the bridge? Uh, yep. Oh yeah, for and sure. Did for you sure. develop any kind of like canker sores? Is there any kind of like oral problems from like? No, no. I just got healthier, healthier got after healthier. that. You can get like rust mouth. But anyway, pattern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're getting we're getting so far away that we're basically as far as pattern Noster is from Sweden. Nice. As we are from the original topic. And so let's get back to it. The thing that I like about the story is that it's kind of like an extreme version of how I imagine a lot of people are living their lives these days. You know, it's like you're alone, you're on this kind of isolated rocky island in the middle of nowhere yep and the wind is blowing and the snow is blowing and you're watching mm-hmm. movie after movie after movie and you're just isolated and alienated and just like lonely and down yeah. that's kind of and so i liked the story because it's kind of a metaphor for something relatable yeah i like the story because it's like they're like we need to recognize the hard work of like the you know the nursing industry and this like these rough times yeah so we're gonna pick one to force to live on a frigid rock <laughs> yeah for a couple of weeks yeah, yeah. and all, I, I don't know if this was mentioned but yeah it was uh twelve thousand applicants and lisa enroth won again we By don't the know way, the reason what, that they had so many how. applicants wasn't because they wanted to live on this island they just wanted to not be subjected to like insane amounts of like work pressure yeah yeah <laughs> the frenzy of the hospital yeah, because so they was, they go from being completely exhausted and overworked and totally just undervalued and kicked around by their society, and then they get to win a trip to a a remote rocky island that's just like <laughs> freezing cold at all times, where they sit in a room alone watching movie after terrible movie. And I have to imagine like the 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 connection can't be that good out there, and there's probably like uh, it's streaming movies, you know, so. Right. This nurse they is out her. there, and it's like I can't even watch the movie to be honest. <laughs> yeah, and, there's uh, not great he... signal out in in uh, Paternoster. Yeah, that, that that lighthouse is blocking the signal. Yeah, the lighthouse looks good, but bouncing off as movie, I can't even. What I like about this it. story is that it's exactly the the plot to Mystery Science Theater three thousand, where it's like somebody it's in the not too distant future, some nurse named Lisa Enthro, not too different from you or me, working in a hospital loading bay. Just polishing switches to pay their <laughs> did a, did their job well with a cheerful face, but their bosses didn't like them, so they shot him into space. <laughs> that's the that's right. cheesy movies, the worst yeah. ever made. Wow! Wow! Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, I, that's actually in a really astute observation. There, maybe this is a kind of a, maybe this is 
what we're told is that it's a film festival, but it's actually an experiment in yeah. trying to say, <laughs> what if we did Mystery Science Theater, but real, and we did it to a ton of people, and <laughs> she's the first test case, and if it goes well, then they're going to start shooting us out to all kinds of remote islands and pumping right. us full of terrible movies. Yeah, this is uh, it's also known as the uh, Swedish model of uh, reacting to COVID-19. <laughs> as we know, it's kind of a uh, you're-on-your-own situation. Right. And yeah. it's uh, further kind of experimentation by the Swedish government by sending uh, Lisa Enroth. Um, because of her pink, bright pink hair, it was kind of just like the, the uh, king of Sweden just kind of pointed at her because that was the first thing that he saw and was like, yeah. send, her to, send her to Paternoster. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she volunteers as tribute. Yeah, <laughs> because of her hair. So yeah. Lisa, um, thanks for everything. Uh, I'll call you later to find out how you are. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I mean, again, the lighthouse is all I know knew about Paternoster. So now I'm just kind of uh, happy that I know a bit more um, about our friend Lisa and and the island itself, yeah, and how Swedish society works. Hopefully, they remembered to put food in the fridge. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> Fuck. <Was laughs> There's that, no food oh, out there. Ron, was that your job? Yeah, it was. <laughs> anyway, uh, Lisa, good luck. I hope uh, you don't. Oh yeah, and also just let us know if any of the movies were good. What if they're not even good movies? What if it's a terrible film festival? It's yeah. not really a year for films, you know. I mean, like, let's be real. Film Most film festivals yeah. probably right. not showing our best right they're all oh. student films right uh probably so who knows we'll, we'll we'll look into that later i guess uh thanks lisa be be well be well Right. This uh, leads us into uh, our next story here. Um, I would like us to again look at that map. Last week I said, look at the look at the United States. Okay, zoom in on the South. You're probably looking at Texas. Last week I told you don't look at Texas. This week I want you to look at Texas. <laughs> um, headline here is Texas police chief with one wife, two fiancés, and a girlfriend arrested by Texas Rangers. So this is, yeah, this is kind of nuts. Um, my girlfriend Zoe showed me this news story, actually, and it came out through, like, a bunch of random TikToks. Like, you know, like, just a, a woman on TikTok kind of documenting this story, and it kept on getting weirder and weirder and weirder. Um, this guy named Jason Collier is a police chief to a Texas panhandle town called Stinnett. So you can look that up, S-T-I-N-N-E-T-T, -T, very tiny little place. He had his generous love life blow up in his face and everyone else's feed. An epic made-for-Facebook drama. Classic. Drama. Yeah, this drama. is a, this is a, it, it, it's, it's very a small town and nuts. I like it. Yeah. Um, Stinnett is a small town in uh, Hutchison County with less than 2,000 residents, 60 miles northeast of Amarillo. Uh, so Collier ventured far out of his town courting and getting betrothed betrothed but it's what is it betrothed right betrothed betrothed 
betrothed. 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 Oh, man. <laughs> Bet Roth. All I can see is Bet Roth. Um, betrothed to women in different cities and states. I was actually reading this last night like out loud so I could not fuck up that word. <laughs> um, so his whole situation, he has a wife, like his, his main wife, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, two fiancés. Mm-hmm. And uh, allegedly one girlfriend. So essentially all these women were yep. popping up on Facebook being like, wait a second, that right. is my fiance. I like and the then, use of the word allegedly there. I know. It's allegedly one girlfriend. Because I, I, that was somebody just... Uh, there was so many people coming out. They were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So th- this is, there's only 24 hours in the day. You know, yeah, like, this guy is busy. The crime exactly. rate must be like insane in Stinnett if he's like p- spending all of his time like, yeah. out of town you know courting women yeah, right this guy the crime rate is so low that he has so much time on his hands mm. you know he has nothing to do all day so he just like accumulates fiances yeah maybe he's the only source of crime because he's doing like extramarital <laughs> like illegal weddings yeah 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 so, he has to keep the budget uh going for for the for the <laughs> town uh, police department right true yeah so uh collier according to the women's exchange on facebook habitually lied about his whereabouts and details of his life yeah no shit uh like (laughs) like like having a disabled brother a side job where he policed out of town events such such as protests and a gunshot injury sustained in the line of duty so he's like it's funny because having a gunshot injury how do you fake a gunshot injury yeah. yeah, I know, and and he and he's like stealing valor, but he is also a police chief. <laughs> so yeah. he's like, he's 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 lying about things that he doesn't really need to lie about in a way. Right. So, um, <laughs> one of the things we learned through the post is that the old-fashioned Collier, an ordained minister, wanted uh, well. to make an honest woman out of his girlfriends by asking all of their fathers for their daughters' hands before proposing. <laughs> what so, a freak! Yeah, so total. Funny. He's total police freak. chief and a minister. Yeah, yeah. And he, like private security. Yeah, yeah. He's got like he's got so many jobs, so many hats. Yeah, yeah. and he <laughs> was um uh, showing. So he was showing these women um fake documents as well, uh like marriage <laughs> licenses and annulments and that kind of stuff. It's that so he complicated. Would, he <laughs> would craft up himself. This guy is like. <laughs> Yeah, the amount right, of work Evan. he's there doing. There must be no crime in in yeah. Stinnett for this. No, yeah, happening. totally. He's sitting at a desk all day, getting bored out of his mind. Jesus and Christ. Then, Listener, and then, if you are interested in committing a caper, go to Stinnett because they are completely yes. like, they're not going to be paying attention. Yeah. The police um, will be begging you to commit crimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the, the ordained minister, um, uh, it's, it's all so much. So this, this woman, uh, Cicely Steinmetz says, um, Chief Jason Collier worked his way into my life, the life of my children and family. Spent the weekend with me on vacation in Taos. I think that's in New Mexico this past weekend. Told me all the weekend he couldn't wait to marry me. Turns out I'm not the only one. He, he has a girlfriend wait. in Kansas who he also asked to marry him. All of this, plus a wife at home he claims to have split up with in 2016 and annulled, and he's showing people the, the paperwork that he <laughs> fabricated. Um, he even pro- yeah, he, he provided me with a photo of the falsified document, which I have verified with Potter County to be invalid. Uh, he took me on shift with him last week as well, but wouldn't introduce me to the ladies in his office since, according to him, they're bitches and one is mad I won't date her sister. <laughs> Man, it sounds yeah. like it sounds like he would gladly 
date her. Yeah, I know. Um, everything he has told me and my family is a lie and is a poor representation for your town. Oh, wow. Sicily is throwing all the residents of uh, Stinnett under the bus. Yeah. Uh, by the way, they don't have a bus. Food. They don't have any public transportation. <laughs> yeah. There, so, um, <laughs> Uh, so he clearly has no morals or ethics. Uh, he has also driven to visit me in Amarillo while on shift in his police vehicle. Not only has he hurt me, he has hurt my children with his lies and Christy and her children as well. The jig is up, Jason. So, wild. yeah, he, so he must be, so it's a town of 2000 people. So he must be like amorously connected to like 0.2% of the population. Oh yeah. 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 He's but like trying, in any other city, yeah. it would be like 10,000 people yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly if um, this guy was in new york city he would have like ten thousand fiancés. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a yeah yeah uh it, the economy of scale here is kind of crazy um uh yeah so uh the story goes on collier is married to a woman named opal with whom he has raised two children and two stepchildren so like forgot about all these kids there's like tons of kids involved too yeah in november he proposed to his girlfriend cicely steinmetz from amarillo and one month later he proposed to a kansas woman named christy schaefer according to statements from the woman made on social media and local reports uh yeah so it's just funny it's where when you're in a situation where like the level of trust in comfort is so low that He's having to show you documents proving that he's exactly. annulled his marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like he's like holding up the papers, like as he asks you, and it's like, well, I didn't need to see that. It's kind of yeah. actually making me a little convinced that something's up. Yeah, yeah. Um, this guy is. Uh, I have a feeling that he's gonna like start investigating himself. <laughs> that's, that's gonna that's gonna be what's next, and yeah. uh, it's gonna turn out he's like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with anything I'm doing. By the way, and he's gonna do like a magic trick at the end, and he's, and there's gonna be like uh, some some new women will come up. So yeah, there's there's if you can find, um, just type in Jason Collier. You can find some. Uh, some interesting looking um, Facebook posts from yeah. his his uh, his ladies. Um, also, this guy is like one step away from just being the head of a cult. Uh, oh yeah, he's chief a minister. He has multiple wives. He's yeah. like he just needs like a compound. He yeah, loves. He, he's a merit guy. He loves like uh, getting all these badges and things. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah this totally. Is when Boy Scout behavior goes too far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know he's yeah. a Boy Scout gone horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, another another uh, thing for the Boy Scouts to deal with. Dotting yeah. all his eyes, asking the fathers for their daughters' hands in marriage. Yeah, yeah, and the and the cops arresting him must have hated to do that because they're like they were they're probably impressed with all of his uh, yeah all of his lying. Um, so yeah, Jason, uh, stay in jail buddy <laughs> stay behind those bars buddy don't let not... yourself out we know you've got the keys yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's like what are these and he's like reaching around the uh the bars and unlocking it it's like come on we got him again uh so yeah we're, we're definitely i'm keeping an eye on this guy i've, I've uh, added him to my list yeah this is a it's a real barney fife situation where it's like it's a small it's one jail cell he's he's like yep. you know accidentally always misfiring his gun sleeping guard being in the cell yeah yeah you know yeah. there's like there's a uh, a sleeping guard with a big gut and there's a uh, mm -hmm. donut on top of the gut there's yeah a big ring of keys yeah, like, hanging, <laughs> yeah. hanging precariously on like a nail in the wall yeah and it's like, <laughs> and there's, like just a room within just outside of the cell and he's just yeah. The criminal just... is just reaching over with that broom <laughs> handle, just trying to. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, Texas police, uh, who knows what the hell's going on down there? Um, Thanks, Jason. I've got my eye on you. All right. uh, Let's go to our next story here. Um, This has to do... I'll I'll let you guess, okay, listener. Um, this has to do with a bubbly drink that is um has alcohol in it. Um, it's oats, barley, and hops in water. Um, originated potentially in Germany or somewhere like that. Very popular in Germany. Mm-hmm. Yep, you got it. It's beer. We're so talking, this is we're talking see, drinks I, drinks with bubbles and bubbles. We're talking bubbles in a drink and <laughs> and financial bubbles. Ah, oh, true, yes. see, I was wow. when, when you introduced the story, Ron. I was convinced that it was the the return of Zima. Oh, Zima! What's Zima? Zima is a clear beer, I believe. Which I'm talking. Believe already exists. Economists, so, yeah. I'll let you continue, but but I just want to get in this phrase. Economists yeah. are unsure whether we've whether we've approached whether we're approaching peak beer. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. This is a story that I was. Um, I saw two unrelated or some semi-related news stories, and I sort of pieced it together. Okay. Um, Anheuser-Busch, the popular brewer of uh, Budweiser, I believe, yep, invests in hard seltzer to stay afloat in a waning beer market. Ah. So. so go- no, I was just going to say it seems like uh, they're probably about two years behind uh, yeah. the market, <laughs> and um, that's good for them, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Continue, John. This is this is like, you know, when they like spin the wheel on like a giant like tanker and it takes like <laughs> 35 minutes for the boat to turn around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anheuser-Busch is like, "Oh, uh, I guess everyone's like drinking like uh, turn." Right. Turn, turn, um, turn. So, Big Beer is diluting its alcohol content. Anheuser-Busch on Wednesday said it will invest more than 50 million in US brewing capabilities for so-called hard seltzers. Again, they just finding out about this. I cannot the believe White that. Claws, these are What are the other ones? Uh, Brewers are grappling with saturated demand for the golden nectar while looking for new ways to flog higher margin products to consumers stretched by the pandemic. Drinkers may be more willing to pay for flavored alcohol water than premium beer because it's perceived as healthier, apparently. Apparently, yeah. So editorializing in Reuters. Yeah, that is. I would like to speak to the editor. Um, So first off, uh, John, have you ever had hard seltzer? Yeah, I yeah, like White Claw and stuff. Do you like I it? I have. It's it's all right. It's not, you know, there's something about beer. Oh, I love beer. Dev, it's have you ever so had nicer. hard seltzer? I've never had hard seltzer. Me either. I have a really? can of White Claw in my fridge that's been there for over a year. Wow. Oh, well, wow. Ron, you know what? We'll wait. Why don't you go grab that bad boy? I know it's no. only uh, <laughs> uh, six. It's six thirty a.m. Seven a.m. Grab it, and we'll wait. And you can you can experience it, and then on mic, we'll have you go through your your impressions. I mean, it's probably good. I could do that like later, probably, but um, <laughs> it's uh, I think it's like a, a blackberry flavor, which sounds appealing to me. Although the the issue that I think I will have with it is. I really, really, really don't like uh, artificial flavor drinks, right. like uh, like the the Lacroix or, or seltzer, regular non-alcoholic seltzers. I find it difficult to drink the flavored ones. Yeah, um, like the plain kind. Yeah. So yeah, this is, again. So truly, like let, let's do a little like business analyst uh, kind of thing here. 
it so was the first half of the story with Anheuser Busch like investing in hard seltzers. And yes. At the same time, on the uh, their public facing portion of their business, yep. they're hiring an ad company to make a Super Bowl ad mm-hmm. that isn't really about Anheuser Busch products, but more just about beer in general. Right. Anheuser Busch makes the case for beer, not its individual brands in Super Bowl ad. Hmm. So th- yeah, they're trying to say like. They're 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 losing market share to hard seltzer, and they're doubling down on beer, saying like, and I have a feeling that they're probably gonna, uh, you know, maybe make the case of like uh, you're a pussy if you if you're not drinking beer. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm yeah. imagining. That's totally uh, what I'm imagining. And this seems so. I I was uh, saying when I was looking at these um, news articles uh, very deep into the night last night. Um, <laughs> That like uh, hard seltzers, it's like a meme beverage, is it not? Like, right, it, yeah. So I remember it was the uh, July 4th weekend, um, 2019 is when uh, end of June, I believe they like launched hard uh, White Claw mm-hmm. and it became fucking huge that July 4th weekend. And it was like a meme and they and they literally like rode that out. And I remember there were shortages and then all these small, <laughs> seriously. And then there was all these smaller breweries and stuff like right. craft breweries were able to, you know, do some pivoting and create this hard seltzer stuff. Mm-hmm. Six months later, it reaches the market. Okay. And then you have alternatives and like, uh, I guess that the big, big guys can't keep up, but mm-hmm. it's obviously popular or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's yeah, they're trying to play both sides. They're riding the fence right, exactly. hard. Yeah, and they're trying to like make the case for beer as like more essential than any kind of passing fad. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, apparently, according to Adage, uh, the ad strikes an almost melancholy tone—a departure from the typical high-energy social occasions featured in beer ads. Oh, I like God. the idea that you're watching the Super Bowl and it's every single commercial this year is just going to be like. I Sad know piano music. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like be, in times like we're like doing these, our best. Yeah, we need beer more than ever in these trying times. Yeah. Right, and then it's gonna be like halftime show. Remy Malik is is doing the Queen performance. Yeah, yeah. Trying to be hype you back up. You need to huh. get absolutely blotto on beer this Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday. Yeah. Remember the good times. Like like a, a, a an ad that's just pushing beer in general. It almost strikes me as like an attempt to reinforce the the failing uh, sort of American narratives or something. Totally. It's like, come on, guys. Like, keep drinking beer, guys. Yeah. Come on. Well, right. yeah, I, I made the note. It was like, resist the meme uh, says beer. You know, like, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like it's essentially just being trying to be like, listen, this is the old, what, do you remember what it used to be like? Yeah. Uh, and then it's essentially trying to do some like neuro-linguistic programming on you that uh, um, hard seltzer is not real and it's right. not what we used to do it's yeah. remember when things it's, were old and good right. it's like yeah. some biden shit it's like my dad exactly drink a beer yeah, yeah exactly. it's not what made this country great all right yeah yeah there's no hard sell like hand sanitizer and hard seltzer get the fuck out of here i'm a beer and no mask kind of guy when we were winning the war world war ii fighting the nazis do you know what we were drinking it wasn't Zima. hard seltzer i'll tell you that yeah. right it was Zima. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that, that was the other thing that I was, I was thinking was like Zima, John mentioned earlier, was like kind of a meme drink of the, uh, yeah, I don't even, early 90s. 2000s, I guess, 90s or yeah. 
And uh, let's see, it was a uh, refreshing citrus beverage, as they called it, 5% alcohol. That's like a beer. It was like a classic way to call someone gay was to hand them a a Zima at the bar. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, I'm questioning your... A round of Zimas on me, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I would crack a Zima at 7 in the morning if you want me to. Um, I I wonder if you can can even buy it anymore. But... um, all right, so uh, l- l- let's see here. The uh, uh, Anheuser Busch's chief marketing officer, John. Do you want to uh, let us know what Marcel Marcondes says? I just like the way he couches this ad, like he's presenting it to, like a, I don't know, like the ad's insight comes straight out of real life, as so many people are just longing to be together with their friends and family again. So while the spot shows many of the brands in our portfolio in different situations. The beer is not the hero of the ad. The people are. As the leader in the beer category, we felt the responsibility to tell that story. Oh, responsibility. <laughs> like, As the, the leader the in the beer, beer category. Yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> all, everybody's looking for us to say something brave. This is not convincing me to drink beer. It's kind of the epitome of like the Skinner, uh, the like the that's the Simpsons meme with Skinner, where it's like, no, it's the children who are wrong, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Where yeah it's like, so these Zoomers, these TikTok and Zoomers, aren't drinking enough beer, guys. Right. Hey, hey, put down those hard seltzers and pick up an Anheuser Busch beer. Exactly. Yeah, I'll uh, drink to this though. I'll I'll continue drinking beer. Yeah. Ron is drinking beer in the studio right now. <laughs> I wish. Um, so yeah, d- d- I don't know. Anheuser-Busch, wh- whatever. It, maybe you're from St. Louis. Uh, that's where they're from, I believe. Bush Stadium, uh, C- Cardinals baseball. I don't know. What I'm just. These are. <laughs> I, I'm playing word <laughs> association. You're in my head. <laughs> yeah. Saint Louis, I just feel like St. <laughs> uh, Louis Blues. <laughs> I just feel like you. You don't need to make me sad. Uh, to make me drink beer. I'm already sad. I want exactly. to drink beer to solve my problems. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Don't, don't, don't bring the sadness into this. Like, we already know. We're already fucking crying in our fucking beer. Yeah. We just and, need more beer. And I'm right. buying more beer than ever. Show so. me an ad where a guy walks into a beer aisle and he opens the fridge door and it's so cold that it turns the beer store into Alaska. But then uh, he's also yeah. so hot because he buys the beer that bikini-clad women are flanking him. Yeah, I remember that's what that. I want to see. That's yeah. that's the ad we all want to see. Yeah. All right. So crack a beer tonight for uh, our friends um, resisting hard seltzer or something. I don't know. <laughs> like uh, that. That's the way it's going to be framed. You know, it's going to be like resist. Like it, yeah. it's, it, you're going to have to like. If it's not in your Twitter bio, you're going to be fucked. Um, yeah. So there's two sides to this thing. There's the seltzer people and the beer people. Yeah. I also Choose like the side. idea that it's peak beer. Like we're like it's like the the writings on the wall like we're yeah. not gonna be able to have beer in the future at some point yeah and no, beer resources are are running thin and you yeah. know beer prices are skyrocketing we're so gonna have to like our market tip of the week should be invest in beer commodities yeah barley oats and barley and that kind of stuff uh and get yourself a horse while you're at it uh clydesdale <laughs> per, per, per specifically budweiser yeah. okay uh let's close the chapter on the beer stuff uh burp and uh crush your <laughs> crush your beer can down take off the little top tip top the the yeah the pull the thing pull the we tab. are um do you okay no i'm not even gonna bring it whatever uh we're gonna put save the pull tab to collect the wheelchairs or something i remember doing that when i was a kid i was like oh, what? Yeah. this is gonna make a wheelchair and i was so confused okay uh 
I, 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 I what Ron's talking about, but we'll go ahead and uh, just take that at faith. I know what he's talking about, but let's not go into it. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I want a beer. All right, let's uh, move into one of our last stories here. Um, as you know, I've been trying to pay more attention to news in China and just trying to uh, uh, understand China a bit more as a uh, you know global leader in population and um, just making everything that's in America. Um, yeah. This news story uh, comes out of Beijing. Headline. China not convinced by Canada's Wu Tang Clan explanation. Uh, what? <laughs> so that's that's fucked. It's a very confusing headline. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Canadian embassy in Beijing orders Wu Tang Clan themed T-shirts, where the name of the Staten Island rap collective's name was placed replaced. Excuse me, with Wuhan. Uh, the public perceived the logo to identify a bat causing much <laughs> diplomatic embarrassment. <laughs> so, a big headache for ambassadors. Yeah, this is, this is tough. I imagine being in the Canadian embassy being like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. Whoever ordered right. these shirts is definitely like riding the, like, the, the worst office in the embassy. I yeah. would take the, uh, the first jet stream back to uh, <laughs> Ottawa if I were this person. Um, so Canada's foreign ministry said this week that the shirts using the W logo of the Wu-Tang Clan, but with the group's name replaced with Wuhan, was not intended as a slight. <laughs> uh, it apologized for any misunderstanding. And then uh, the response from the Chinese foreign ministry, uh, their, their spokesperson, Wang Wenbin, said... Uh, Canada's explanation thus far was not convincing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if they're, they're apologizing for any misunderstanding, it's unclear what the misunderstanding was. It sounds like they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. so the wrongdoing of the Canadian staff concerned has already caused an egregious impact and triggered strong resentment wow. and discontent among the ordinary Chinese people. By the way, do you know how many ordinary Chinese people there are? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Okay. laughs> yeah. Uh, Wang said the Canadian side should take the matter seriously and give a clear explanation to the Chinese side as soon as possible. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's hot water. It's, it's very, is, very cringe. Uh, okay. Extreme cringe. To make um, these t-shirts in the first place. Like just thinking about the scenario where it's like, oh yeah, like, you know, we're going to make some t-shirts. It's going to be a fun kind of team building thing. We're going to, you know, it'll be a cool time. And then they, it's like, oh, what should we do? Yeah, Wu-Tang. We're big Wu-Tang fans. Like, yeah, Wu-Tang, Wuhan clan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Where should we get them made? Uh, exactly. Here in China. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, down, the, like, right what down the street. What were you expecting? You ordered it from China. You didn't think they were going to find out? <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, on Wednesday, Canadian Foreign Ministry spokesperson, um, Christiel Chatran uh, said in a statement that the t-shirt logo designed by a member of the embassy shows a stylized W. Okay, first off, they should not be explaining this at all. Like, just no. stop. Bury the story. Bury the story. Deny, deny, deny. Yeah, they're, they're just <laughs> explaining, like, the details. They're like, yeah, we... Uh, you, okay, so, yeah, Wu-Tang Clan's going to find out about this probably and, and then be like, come on, stop doing that. Yeah. Uh, 
The t-shirt logo designed by a member of the embassy sh- shows a stylized W and is not intended to represent a bat. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it was created for the team of embassy staff working on the repatriation of Canadians from Wuhan in early 2020. And this is so their, this was their like first strategy. Exactly. So what I'm imagining is like somebody in Wuhan who's Canadian, you know, they're like freaked out of their mind. Uh, the earliest uh, indications of coronavirus ha- flying around the air. And then they get like essentially the equivalent of a t-shirt cannon, uh, you know, just like at a, <laughs> at a basketball game yeah. blasted at their face. And then they, they, they uh, open up this little t-shirt and it has the Wu-Tang clan logo. Um, not good. Uh, so uh, this was a personal initiative from an employee, and this was not endorsed by the embassy nor Global Affairs Canada. <laughs> we regret the misunderstanding, Shatran said in the email. Imagine uh, being fired over making these dumb Wuhan clan t-shirts. I know. It's, that's, yeah. And Imagine you're, you're, that this tips off even further resentment that leads to, like, some kind of, like, international embargo between Canada and China. Yeah. <laughs> and, and all, yeah, I, I'm also just imagining the, 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 the person who's gone through, like, the whole diplomatic corps. They've done, like, so much work. <laughs> they had to go to, they moved to the States to go to Georgetown and yeah. get the, uh, you yeah. know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, hey, do you like Wu-Tang? And then they're in Photoshop while they're in Beijing. Not good. What is up with, like, yeah, like, prep school people, like, really loving Wu-Tang clans. Love like Wu-Tang. the Israeli Wu-Tang thing. It's like True. this, like, ambassadorship. Yep. Yeah. Cash rules everything around me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that might have something to do with it that's true so um the <laughs> the uh um if you're familiar with um canadian uh u.s sorry excuse me canadian chinese relations mm. they're on a bit of a rocky uh situation right now um so the controversy is further irritant to relations between the two countries that has nosedived in the past two years over china's demand that canada release a top executive of communications giant Huawei um, who is wanted on fraud charges in the United States. So I don't know if you know about this, but um, the, the Meng Wang, uh, Wanzhou is the uh, daughter of the company's founder. She's in house arrest in Vancouver and has been for like two years, maybe. Um, so like that, think about that. That's like um, uh, taking Bill Gates's daughter, Jeff Bezos' daughter or something mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. equivalent of that. And then holding them in prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, so China um, says that obviously the, the Huawei case of Meng Wanzhou is uh, uh, Wangzhou, I believe, um, uh, is politically motivated as part of the U.S. effort to stifle the nation's global economic expansion. Obviously, the 5G expansion, uh, one belt, one road expansion. A lot of it is technologically, uh, you know, it, it's reliant on this 5G networks that um, Huawei is building um it seems like canada maybe uh maybe got into bed with the wrong uh, uh giant nation state and perhaps yeah. shouldn't be doing the u.s bidding it looks like they may be uh it may be going down with us yeah here in the u.s china china's uh, kicking our asses left and right and all we have are these stupid meme t-shirts that everyone gets upset about yeah, yeah. so um I'm I'm embarrassed for the Canadian embassy in um in in Beijing. Uh, I am siding with the Chinese foreign ministry, and I too want an explanation uh, <laughs> be, because uh, 
I believe that the uh, Canada's explanation thus far is not convincing. I'm just parroting what the uh, Chinese foreign ministry said. Yeah, we agree with the Chinese uh, official channels in demanding greater levels of transparency about this whole debacle. Absolutely. Yeah. So all I can say is, hey, Canada, do better. <laughs> <laughs> Right, that leads us. Um, there are, I mean, I guess I could say we could close the chapter on uh, what's in the news. Yeah, obviously, lots in the news there. Let's uh, wrap this stuff up. But first, we have the hero we deserve of the week. Finally, my favorite segment. Yeah, and this is a little maybe, uh, Ron, you can pull up the little video here. This is something that I just wanted to throw in here because we were talking about Jay Wellington Wimpy, the character from Popeye, and um. Who I was unfamiliar with. Um, here, I'll, I'll I'll play his uh, famous line. Yeah. I gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. I gladly. Oh my God. So he'd gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today, and. Um, Deb, why is that important? Uh, I don't know. Something. <laughs> there's something poetic about like the way that. Uh, Jay Wellington Wimpy's attitude relates to our current moment. Um, he's a bit of a scammer, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And um, he's... Um, What's his relationship to uh, Popeye? I'm not sure. All I know of him is the guy that wants to pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. And, yeah. um, you know, he's the hero we deserve of the week because... I feel like there's a lot of Jay Wellington wimpies out there uh, running around uh, causing havoc. And um, I don't know. He just seems like a totem, a totem of the moment. Somebody in the comments says that wimpy uh, stops by every day but Tuesday, except Tuesday. So, right. So, yeah, he's trying to shirk his debts that he's accumulated. Um, he's manipulating the market, the hamburger market. Yeah, yeah. He kind of reminds savvy me of investor. Yeah, the sort of like he understands that he'll face no consequences for, you know, it's just bold lies and and manipulations and gaslighting. <laughs> yeah, which is why he's a hero. Because, yeah, so yeah. apparently we, we, he's the hero we deserve, I but guess. But he's the hero we deserve, not the hero we need, but the hero we deserve. We deserve, yeah. So that is, yeah, he is a totem. I like that. That's a that's a really cool way to put it. Um, he's yeah. a totem of our time, I guess. It'll be cool mm -hmm. when the Jay Wellington Wimpy movie comes out, uh, probably in about two and a half years or so. It's yeah. a, a run out of uh, rehashes and and cartoons and characters. Cronenberg's the expanded Popeye cinematic universe. Yes, Jay Wellington Wimpy gets his own movie. It's like Jay Wellington Origins. Yeah, yeah. and it will yeah, be exactly. like. Like some hot Hollywood guy is yeah. like Jay Wellington Wimpy or something like that. Chris Pratt put on weight again to play. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. No, you're uh, the Wimpy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jay Wellington. Um, uh, unsure what that J stands for. Um, I I can make a few guesses, but uh, it's probably just like uh, James. Probably it's like, it's like Homer <laughs> J Simpson. It's short for J. Yeah, for J. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Mr. Wimpy, I'll call you. Thanks for your 
service, uh, but you owe me uh, some money. <laughs> I've, been, <laughs> yeah. I've been giving this guy money for the fucking past. I know. Weeks. Yeah, this guy, this guy owes all of us. So that's why we wanted to talk about him as well, just to raise awareness that this yep. guy has been taking hamburgers and not showing up on Tuesday like he promised. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, let's um, completely wrap this up before we hit our last uh, little segment here. I would like to encourage you the listener to uh write into the show we are taking questions comments concerns letters we will read anything written on paper um please write on paper anything that you have to say uh to us on the uh um, blue men group podcast you can write to now i'll wait um a second to get a pen or pencil shuffle through your bureau yeah or open your notes app on your phone or whatever the fuck you have to do yeah. So please send this to now. I need you to address it to R E N N, the Ron Ecstasy News Network. Just type in or, or just write R E N N. It is P.O. Box 21249, Detroit, Michigan 48221. So please write us and we will read anything that you send us uh, yeah. on, on the air. Please. Please send if you us want it. to trick us and have us admit to crimes that we didn't commit, so that way it takes the heat off of you, go ahead mm-hmm. and write a script for us. We'll exactly. Read. Yep, we'll, we'll read anything. We'll, we'll do read the time anything. for you. Yeah. Do You do the crime, <laughs> we'll pay the time. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, let's wrap this up. We have an absolutely new segment. It's called <laughs> Last Week in Numbers. All right, so... Um, uh uh the 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 uh our our new segment called Last Weekend Numbers needs me to log in. Um so I want I suggested doing this segment because I think it would be it would be honest and accountable and um transparent. You know, just an inter- interesting experiment to just we want to let you know every week cuz we have a dashboard that shows us how many people listen to the show every week and what our interactions are like and all, everything else. And so we want to read off those numbers every week at the end of the show just to show you, you know, what, what we are doing. doing. Yep. And what you're doing as a listener and how many yeah. of you there are every week, what the community looks like, and to subtly apply some pressure <laughs> on you to increase these numbers. Yeah, that's right. If these numbers stay the same week after week, we know exactly who to blame because there's only so many of you. Yeah, we know exactly. who you are. We know. We can see when you're listening, where you're listening, how you're listening. <laughs> mm-hmm. We can see how your eyes are moving while you're listening. We so, can Ron, do get what are, those metrics. What are the numbers for last week? All right. Last week, um, last week's episode was sponsored by Chawako, a uh, coconut milk company um, that we later found out was up to some very bad things using slave monkey labor. Uh, we had 68 downloads and listens um so the one thing that i will say guys is that that was down uh 34 yeah. yeah down big big <laughs> uh from the last week so what's going on what where, where did you miss the last one or what happened so i yeah <laughs> yeah are you talking to the listener or me yeah the listener yeah, yeah okay yeah. yeah were you not telling your friends about this or yeah is it were you busy is, this week is it the fact that the logo still says the in it and the show is doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> Give us is your it, feedback. Tell us why, if you skip a week, tell us why you skipped. 
mm-hmm. um, because that's good for us to know so that we can improve the product. You know what right. I mean? Because and we'll accept we'll accept any like doctor's notes that you have, any like any like letters from like your employer, yeah, valid yeah. excuses. Um, if you don't have them, then you should still check in with us because the amount of work that you're going to be getting for missing is going to be quite high. We don't want you to fall behind in the amount of assignments that we give you. Yeah. yeah, and I can understand, like, you know, maybe you're going on, like, a road trip or something and you want to, like, save a few and, and load them up. But mm-hmm. I would say this is a weekly show, okay? So I want you to be in tune with the week. I think we all need to, like, a to have kind of the circadian cycle and rhythm together where we're all together sharing these news stories. <laughs> so um, as, we, as we know, uh, or I mean, as I see right here, Sell Your Gourds, that was on uh, the 21st of uh uh january you know just just days after the president was uh sworn in maybe a day actually um and our numbers are going down um somebody seems to be shorting this market and um (laughs) we're not happy about that but if you want to counteract these hedge funds that are shorting this show you need to pump the numbers up yeah like buy 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 i'm sure i'm sure people are listening to uh Michael Barbaro and the Daily and all these other <laughs> Pod Save America, all these like other podcasts that are run right. by Big Pod, you know, exactly. like, that are that are guaranteed over one thousand listens each episode. Um, I that ain't I mean, us. That's we not don't have institutional backing. That's not exactly. us. Zero institutional backing. If you want to free and independent media, then you need to be putting your dollars where your mouth is thank you john actually we don't charge eat this, money yeah so. we don't even charge it's <laughs> yeah, free it's all you free. need to do is click play yeah so let's have to listen to it. let's say this yeah you don't exactly john thank you that that thank you for that you can just press play and you don't even have to listen you have a dog um, or some house plants or some fish in a tank play it for them yeah okay so the let, let's see in in um all time we've had 1032 downloads mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm um last 30 days 654 downloads mm-hmm, mm-hmm. last seven days 117 yeah yesterday yeah five five oof yesterday oof i know yesterday i mean yesterday is it's kind of an off it's it's like the trough of the weekly the <laughs> weekly graph off the trough you know? yeah yeah but it's uh, it's not looking good, folks. So is there something we're doing wrong? Is is that what? Please yeah, write us a letter. Please write us a letter at R E N N P O Box two one two four nine, Detroit, Michigan four eight two two one. Yeah, there must be. I guys, I just guess it's us, and we must be doing something wrong. So uh, I guess we have to sit with that, and um, we will be in your ears next week. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to tell your friends. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Maybe someday I'll fix the logo. It's just called Blue Man Group. <laughs> Love you very much. See you out there. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. This is the Blue Man Group. 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 This is the blue man group.